Clay Purview. Watch Speedway live or on demand. And SRV Road Freight Services. Excellence in motion. Bring you Speedway Nation with Jared Ash and Ryan Harris. Right across the SEN network. Welcome into another show for Speedway Nation live around the SEN network brought to you by the team at SRV Road Freight Services. Excellence in motion. Ryan Harris, we've been through a monstrous Christmas week. Now, speaking of monstrous, a really, really big race meeting this weekend at uh, High Tech Laws Tournament Speedway. Yes, we get ready to do it all again. It's been a big, uh, big few weeks and we're all a bit uh, sleep deprived, but we wouldn't have it any other way at this time of the year. We certainly love it. And yes, this weekend, red hot summer shootout, new trend quality homes, bringing you all that action. $30,000 to win. Massive event. Newest or one of the newest major sprint car races in the country. And what a phenomenal lineup. Ready to go about T-Bar this weekend. <laughs> I keep saying this little, the Northern Classic. I, I like that line. That, that, that might stick. I like it. Now, $30,000 to win on Sunday night, January 5, 6, 7. So three nights of racing. The first night doesn't count towards anything on the second two nights. The first night, it's effectively a little taste tester for the drivers, a little taste tester for the fans. $5,000 to win that night. little mm-hmm. prelim night. That'll, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it will be. So it's a similar kind of format to what we ran earlier in the year with the Thunder on the Downs um, deal. So qualifying... Heads up, um, heat race, a couple of little dashes, um, B main, and obviously prelim uh, or, or feature race, I should say, is to say 5,000 a win. So a nice little tester, a little eye, eye in for everyone to get some laps before we get serious on, on Saturday and Sunday night uh, for what is a two-night uh, show culminating in 20 cars for uh, $65,000 with 30000 to the winner. It's uh, it's scary when you put those numbers into, into perspective, <laughs> but uh, let's be honest, this is – by far the biggest sprint car show we've ever seen at High Tech Laws Toowoomba Speedway, yep. bordering on one of the biggest ever seen in Queensland. The lineup of Americans is probably as strong as we've seen in quite some time. It, definitely the strongest we've ever seen at Toowoomba. So this is now Queensland's pinnacle event for sprint car racing. Six Americans to date locked in. We're, we're, you never know, we might get a late nomination as we roll into the weekend. But uh, monstrous field. There's two of the uh, two of the top 10 sprint car drivers in the world. Of course, Carson Macedo ran third in World of Outlaws points this year. Sheldon Hordenshield. Can't wait to see what he'll do around the high banks. This guy loves to get up on the wheel and wheel this thing on the top side of the racetrack. Aaron Reitzel, he's been busy. Speed week, a lot of fun. It's a it's a scary lineup when you have a look at that. You throw in Chase Randall, Caleb Henry, those guys, young, hard, hungry. They're, it's We might see an American miss the A main. Like, that's how strong the lineup is. Yeah, it is. A, it's a great lineup. And, okay, let's be serious about Sheldon here. I think um, he's going to really, really suit the place. We know that. It's a young driver's kind of racetrack, up on the wheel, banging down the cushion. Um, so Sheldon should be electric around here. Justin Peck as well, who we haven't mentioned yet. He's the sixth American in the field. He'll be really, really good. So he jumps in the Q78 uh, for just uh, for, um, Andrew Corbett, uh, the Corbett's group. Um, so that thing's going to be electric. It's got all the good fruit, everything he needs to go to the front and win. So as you say, six Americans against the lineup. The B main will be stacked that last chance showdown on on Sunday night. Lots planned for driver intros and smoke and, you know, everything going on, flamethrowers and fireworks. You you imagine she's going to be she's going to be an absolute pitcher, a big show, sellout crowd, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, Saturday, Friday and Saturday night almost sold out. Um, Sunday. Will be no doubt there'll be only a couple of tickets left right now, so um, I'm sure it'll be a lockout on Sunday night. <laughs> Looking forward to that. It's always exciting when you lock the gates. We're full house. <laughs> we're done. We're not taking any more. It seriously, the lineup of drivers. Not just we've spoken about the American field that's coming. Jock Goodger 
hasn't had it all his own way. This is effectively last little run, last little throw of the dice with these big shows for the Australia one on before he goes down south and runs classic and Australian title and all that sort of stuff. Be coming to send a message. You go, righto, cool. I'm the Australian champion. I know we've got a truckload of Aussies here that are good. I know we've got a heap of Americans invading and trying to win this cash. He goes, I'm the Australian champion. I want to send a message. Yeah, he will. And he he will be there. He'll be there. The, Jock will make the dash. No question about it. The guy's a superstar. He rises to the big occasion. Um, and he's got plenty of fans up here in Queensland. Jock Goodger will be on. Um, no doubt about it. He, he'll take it to everyone. Him and Lockie will resume that <laughs> battle. Um, there's no question about that. Tate Frost. He was pretty good at the start of the year up here, to be honest. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes. He, he should be a real surprise packet. I'm tipping this time of the year how hot it is. Racetrack will be nice and wide and slick. Matt Eagle um, will be a big contender, um, to be honest. He was a, he's always been impressive when he goes to chariots up in Darwin. He's good at Murray Bridge when the racetrack sort of similar kind of um, race is quite similar to um, Tatoomba. To so Matt Eagle, I think, will be um, a big surprise packet as well. Well, not a surprise for us that sort of know, but I think... The Queensland fans, it might be a little go, oh, this guy, right, yeah, I've heard about him. That's He's right. here now. Now, uh, half a Toowoomba, sorry, Jared, will probably, or half a Queensland will be cheering on a Q17 of Luke Oldfield. Very, been very, very close, very close um, to, to getting a win this season in domestic racing. Big stage, lots of money. Luke and his father and the entire team will throw everything at the 17 car. Luke Oldfield will have everyone on his shoulders trying to cheer him home. <laughs> well, he, he gets a bit of uh, home turf. He goes, this is this is my joint. It was always when uh, the big races had come to town at Archerfield Speedway in Brisbane, he'd always get the elbows up and go, righto, hit my track. If you want to win, you've got to get past me. So that'll be the attitude you'll have this weekend at High Tech Alls to Wimble Speedway as well. We're looking at another one of the Queensland contenders. Obviously, Lockie McHugh has just been the class of sprint car racing in Australia the last three years. There's no doubt about it. Undefeated bar one night at High Tech Alls to Wimble Speedway this season. And on that night, he ran second. So uh, he's obviously priming himself to go, right, here's, here's my prize money run. I'm going to put this in the bank and take it home myself. He's been impressive this season. A few little changes with the team and they're trying a few things. They'll have the big the big boy package back ready to roll come, uh, come January for uh, all these big race meetings. But he led last year. Had a little drama with the car, motor, had a stumble. It, uh, it was a bit of a heartbreaker for him. He, it, it was 20,000 to win last year. It's always tricky when you see $20,000 slip away. Yeah, that's right. The, the car stall, it was just one of those crazy kind of nights. So um, Lockie, Lockie will be on. Um, Lockie will be keen to to bank some nice money on a racetrack that, as you say, has had so much success. The defending champion, Cody Morosky, um, into the Queensland Speedway Spares, uh, driven racing oils, Q16, owned by Bill Mann. Um, Cody has had one show and that car was electric, qualified on the front row, ran second in the dash. Um, mishap in the feature, still caught his way back. Cody, defending champion, has that X factor that needs to win big races. Um, when he rolls in with the, the perpetual trophy to deliver that on Sunday, he will grow another another step as part of that opening ceremony when he delivers that um, to centre field. So Cody will be on about. He, like I say, X factor, he has the ability, has the equipment now um, to certainly go two in a row. Yes, so obviously won the prelim last year and then won the main event as well. So he, he knows how to get around there. He's done it with big fields. And I'm not being disparaging towards Cody. He's cocky. He's brash. He knows he's good. That's that's all that matters to him. He's he's there to win. And a sprint car driver's got to have that attitude if they're going to win races week in, week out. Quickly, we've spoken about like these young guys that have come along. 
Brock Hallett, obviously racing the local local car, yeah. the GW Racing number five. They're based at Withcott just down the road for uh, Graham and Wendy Earhart. He's been busy. He's won, won, obviously won the Classic last year, and he'll be uh, there or thereabouts as well. The uh, the interesting stuff is Alex Orr, Jordan Charge, Jai Corbett, all these young Chargers that are just eyeing their way towards the front of the field. They're going to make some noise this weekend. I'm, this is the statement weekend when you go, hey, I'm I'm here. I'm on the big stage now. Yeah, and one you haven't mentioned, Ryan, Ryan Newton, Queensland champion, um, exceptional race car driver, wonderful team, um, drives for Nutrient Quality Homes, the Ryan Newton racing team will be a, a huge chance to capture arguably his biggest race of his career. I know they've got a lot of ambitions to go to America and do a lot of stuff there in the years ahead. Um, but Joy Corbett, for me, um, been a big year, probably his breakthrough year. He's been there and thereabouts, but really people standing up and taking notice of Joy Corbett now. Um, been very impressive down south. He's on the cusp of a huge result, and that could be this weekend. It certainly could be. It's something we're uh, keeping our eyes firmly planted on. Now, probably one thing that we can look at here, Ryan, is given that you're involved as the promoter at High Tech All's Tournament Speedway, something we can look at is a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff that maybe the casual Speedway fan or even some of the more hardcore Speedway fans might not get a grasp on the logistics behind an event like this. This is a world-class event. This is one of those ones on the calendar right here. It's the Blue Ribbon event, it's the uh, Crown Royal crown, crown Jewel event, all these things where you go, right, cool, that's one on my Speedway calendar I want to go to. The logistics behind an event like that is just phenomenal. The money you've got to outlay, the the backup services to backup services to make sure everything runs flawlessly. It's a really big go to organise something like this. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I'm happy to say that, look, it's 300000 to put the weekend on for us. Um, now, when people see all the people that turn up to watch that and go, oh, you know, this race venue is making a fortune this weekend. There's a lot that go ahead. I got, I got 18 to 20,000 tied up in ambulances. So, <laughs> you know, we were, you know, we, last year we had the guy that was ill in the crowd and that tied up ambulance services. And because of how busy town was at the time that they couldn't get another ambulance to the venue, that means we had to run some of the support races, which ultimately meant that we had to make some changes to the program. So this year we've got two ambulances. We've got one to look after the crowd and one so we can keep racing. But that's eighteen to $20,000 tied up in just ambulances for three nights. So that's that's a phenomenal cost. And, you know, there's just so much stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And it's, it's because we've got such a good team and so many great people that um, can help us get through that. But the additional cleaners, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, the it's, logistics is crazy. Yeah, that stuff gets scary when you have, uh, big big uh, events like that, just how many little I's you have to put a dot above, how many little T's you have to put a cross on just to make sure everything runs smoothly. Prize purses, Ryan, you don't get a field like this. We're over 50 sprint cars, over 50 full-fledged open sprint cars. Well, who knows who, how many will actually sign in on the day? We might be nudging 60-odd real sprint cars on the day. To get that here, that's over $100,000 in prize money. If you... Yeah. You mentioned to me when we were talking the planning of this event, if you run last in all the feature races, yeah. if you make the A mains but you run last in all of them, it's still $1,800 to take home over the weekend. That's phenomenal money. That That's a big go to organise that and it's supported by people purchasing streams to watch it live that's or coming right. to the venue to, to sit on the hill. It doesn't work without that sort of stuff. That's exactly right. And that's how we do the budget. It's about the, the income we get from the wonderful people at Clayperview as well. But the people that tune in, they make a difference. We get a, we get a cut of that as well, same as the gate ticket prices. So... It's a balancing act. We can only get 5,000 people in our venue. Um, so, you know, we've got to try to jam people in so they're comfortable as, at the same time as well. Um, you know, sit everyone where they need to sit, all those kind of things. And 
we need to get rid of all those chairs and we need to get everything nice and tidy for the 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 night the next night so it's a logistical operation there is a lot of expense and it's not a poor us um exercise while we're talking about this is is it just to sort of explain some of it's quite interesting the behind the scenes stuff that goes on to make these things possible yeah well uh, the average casual person might sit on the hill and go oh that was 40 dollars to get in i spent a fortune at the canteen they might not realise and they go, hey, they're, they're making a fortune out of this weekend. It's a big go to organise something like this. When the Motorplex runs, when Warnable runs, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars they're outlaying. A normal Speedway night at some of these venues is sixty, seventy, eighty thousand $80,000 to turn the lights on and walk in. So it's not cheap to run a Speedway, but I figured we'd take this time while we're talking about such a big event to just get some insights into what goes in behind it. Speedway Nation, a big thanks to SRV Road Freight Services. We'll be right back after the break to talk a little bit more Speedway. This is SEN Speedway Nation for Clay Purview. Watch Speedway live or on demand. And SRV Road Freight Services, excellence in motion. Welcome back to Speedway Nation. Thanks to Clay Purview. Watch Speedway live or on demand. Well, Ryan, well, we've spoken a little bit about super sedans in recent episodes and we're going to talk a little super sedan action again. They're getting ready for a big month of money. They're going to roll down the road and make their way south for that annual Tasmanian trip. But, uh, of course, first port of call, we've just raced at High Tech Alls, Tourmer Speedway, Ultimate Sedan Weekend, $10,000 to the winner there. Then they roll down the road, Avalon Raceway, the traditional K-Rock Cup, January 6th. It's that nice little bridging event between uh, the big money shows in Queensland and then when they head south to Tassie. Yeah, and I think it was last year, I think um, Wade or someone was doing some stuff. I didn't realise that event had been around for so long. Look, it's 30-plus 30, 30 years. It's been... Look, a, a bigger race that's been in Victoria for a long time. I know numbers haven't been spectacular in the Victorian domestic stuff um, in recent years, but it still plods along and they get an influx on everyone sort of heading through to Tassie. So it's a cool, it is a cool race down there. And um, yeah, it just becomes a tradition. Everyone mid or early January goes into Avalon and has a hit out before they get in the boat. And um, honestly, the Super Sedan product around the country has really seen a growth with the yeah. uh, the introduction of the CT525 crate motor, again, for not the hardcore Speedway fans, it's effectively an off-the-shelf motor that you can buy. You don't have to spend fifty, mm. sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 on an engine. You can buy a motor off the shelf for 25000 bolts and parts onto it, and you can go racing. It's a cheaper alternative to uh, allow these guys to race, and it really helps divisions like this to see bigger numbers. So numbers have been really strong uh, in Queensland. They've been really strong in other parts of the country as well, and they're starting to swell and grow again. Victoria's looking strong, and... Some drivers are migrating to that division and then we'll see massive numbers uh, come come January in Tasmania, of course. Yeah, that's right. So they head over to uh, to Carrick for the Tasmanian title on uh, January 12 and 13. The domestic numbers in Tasmania have been quite good this year. Um, so um, over 20, that was sort of eights and tens and twelves there for a little while. And it started, as you say, sort of build up some of the you know cross-pollination from other divisions is starting to work there as well. So... Um, yeah, they run run Carrick for the Tassie title, which is always good down there. And I like Carrick. I, I'm, it's a pretty cool racetrack, to be honest. Um, they do a really good job there. It sort of suits the place, sort of gets going. You go past that big grandstand down the back straight. Um, it's a great venue. Uh, then they roll on to La Trobe the following week for the 19th and 20th for um, the Grand Prix. Another time on an event in Tasmania. It's such a great sort of three weeks um, stint down there. And then obviously the 26th and 27th, the... Uh, um, the Green National at Hobart Speedway. So um, that's a ball ring. That's always an exciting <laughs> event to finish off with some stupid money on the line. And, and they do, Guy Thompson, the entire team in Tasmania do such a good job down there, don't they, Jared? Well, so Super Sedan Racing in Tasmania is to the the local guys down there, effectively what 
sprint car racing is around the country. So it's their biggest event. It's their crown jewel. It's their, that January period, it's, there'll be hardcore fans who've got all six nights of action over three mm. weekends and they love it. They call it the Tassie Tiger Tour, the Superstand Drivers. So there's a contingent from Queensland every year that go down. They make it their annual road trip. They're looked after, like Guy Thompson and the whole Speedway community in Tasmania. They do a fantastic job to, to look after them and make them feel so welcome. They race for monstrous money. Like, there's there's $100 for every lap led. So some of these feature races, you lead 45 laps. Even if you don't win the thing, it's still four and a half grand in your back pocket. We know it's expensive to go across on the boat, and that's something that maybe folks that hear and go, oh, we'll just catch a flight over to Launceston yeah. or catch a flight to Hobart. They don't think about that. It's thousands and thousands of dollars for these guys to go across. So big commitment, but every year we see a swath of mainlanders go over to Tasmania and uh, and make a make a trip out of it. Yeah, it's been a cool carnival for a long time for Super Sedan Racing, and it's sort of it's something that you must do. If you race that division, you need to go and do the Tassie stuff. So the crowd get behind it. These guys go roll in there like rock stars and sell um, a heap of merchandise out of their trailers and, and all those kind of things. It, it is fun. Uh, we had the privilege of um, being there for the the last national title that was down there, and that was that was really cool um, at Latrobe. Um, heaps of fun. That flame cams going off, and the racing was exceptional. Um, just a really good couple of days, wasn't it? Yeah, the crowd they get so behind it, and they're yeah. on the, they're on the hill. They're wild. It's um, it's exciting to see what uh, what that product is down there. And and as we said, it's all about making the drivers feel welcome and wanting to come back. It's a big financial commitment. The there's a lot of Tassie uh, love for a lot of the Queensland drivers. Of course, Darren Kane, formerly from Tasmania. Steve Jordan, formerly from Tasmania. They, they come home, they're adopted sons. They race up here, we claim as Queenslanders, but when they go down home, they're, uh, they're effectively adopted sons and welcome back. And guys like Matt Pascoe that we've spoken about recently who race for a living, who need to earn prize money to put food on the table each week and keep the car rolling down the road, mm. he's... Uh, He's the one that uh, needs to go down there and, and make it work. So he's he's down there every year. It's eyes on. It's all money for him. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Yeah, great money. Was it twenty three thousand dollars? Is it twenty three and a half thousand dollars? All total? something ridiculous. Oh, it's, there's unbelievable money down there. So yeah, it is. It, it is very cool. So everyone sort of morphs into there, and that's where they they end up um, at Tassie. They have a great time. They do three weeks there, and then, well, then they come back and get ready to sort of head west. Um, for the, for the national title and all that kind of stuff, which comes up um, at the start of March. Yeah, exciting times for Super Sedans. Of course, coming up still, the uh, WA versus USA Speed Weeks round out. Bunbury Speedway this weekend. Brad Sweet, Rico Brew, all the Americans are going to roll back into Bunbury this weekend. And then they finish up at uh, at the Perth Motorplex for January 13. That's exciting as well this weekend. Or this midweek show, I get get excited with speedways on weekends. Midweek show, Little Aussie Open at, uh, at Castro Lismore Speedway. $10,000 to win. I'll tag a few drivers potentially coming home from uh, the Red Hot Summer Shootout before that Victorian run. Good chance for uh, for Lismore Speedway and the fans in uh, the Northern Rivers region to see some of the best drivers in the world. Yeah, that's right. And it's always hard to know who's that, who's going to turn up because it is that swing as they, they head down to, to get ready for um, Avalon for the international event and Simpson and then Classic Week and the Australian title. So, um, you know, early, early indications look like you know, Aaron Reitzel will be there again. So we spoke about him. Caleb Henry's going to run there as well. So, um, you know, there's there's some great drivers. You know, Jordan Charge, he's hoping to do it. Um, Jock Goodger hopes to do it. They get through Red Hot Summer and then see what happens. But I'm sure there'll be, you know, 25, 30 cars that roll into Lismore. That place holds two and a half, sort of 3,000 people with people hanging out of the grandstands there. It's a beautiful venue. I, I really like what they've done there. They, they've got the nice yellow and green sort of, um, up lights off off the big palm trees. It's a it's a picturesque venue, and Mick and Kim are doing a heck of a job there. So I'm sure Tuesday night, 
heaps of fun in Lismore. Get there if you can or, or tune in and watch it on, on Clay-Per-View. And it certainly, it really, I guess, kickstarts that ridiculously busy period. So we've had Speed Week and we've had Red Hot Summer Shootout. Obviously, those are, those are busy periods. It's effectively, whatever it is, eight or nine nights of racing in 13 days or something like that across the eastern seaboard. You roll into Lismore midweek show. You roll down to Avalon Friday night, Sprint Car International. Saturday night, Simpson Speedway 360 All-Star Challenge down there. That's ridiculous. And then it's Classic Week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The guys are up and down the road. It's a wonderful time of the year if you're a Sprint Car fan. <laughs> but uh, I, I just feel for some of these crews, it's a big effort to be on the road and, and put that together. There's four or five hours of driving after each night. So much prep, so much effort. You see some eyes hanging out of heads by the time you get to the end of this uh, January period. But uh, the commitment from the crews and drivers and teams that uh, go, right, we're going to do all these. It's a big go, Ryan. It certainly is. Can't wait for Lismore. Uh, that was SRV Road Freight Services and Clay View bringing you all the action on Speedway Nation. Keep your eyes on a racetrack somewhere this weekend on Clay View, and we'll see you next time.